Yo, Luke and Lewis, episode 85. Welcome back to the show. Put a like on the episode or else like this Whoa. video right now. That's Whoa. right. Whoa. It's, hey. it's a banger. It's a banger. Whoa. Like the video. <laughs> okay. What are you... What are you well, what? I just said now we're demonetized because you put out a gun <laughs> in the first 10 seconds of the episode. <laughs> I did forget about that. Well, like the video because yeah. we're not getting paid for this one. <laughs> Sorry, That's everyone. So annoying that you've done that. Um, yeah. Definitely My sign apologies. up to our Patreon so we can pull out more guns on the show. Yeah, uh, that, uh, that not joke a pro cost g- us about 10 bucks. Yeah, we're not a pro-gun show. We're just a no. pro-gun comedy show. That's right. Yeah, um, pro-threatening. That's that's exactly what we're all about. Is is putting on a great show, threatening the people who listen to it. That's what yes. we're about. That's what's really important to us. Uh, how's your week, Luke? Uh, same as always, Lewis. Because we are still in a world pandemic, and yep. in Victoria, uh, as of today, restrictions have not been lifted. But I think tomorrow nope. we've announced that. Uh, think five people gatherings or 10 people gatherings or something you're allowed so the boys are on it's official announce (laughs) it to your friends beers get the slabs get over here and let's make up for lost time is what you know that i am so keen for that absolutely yeah well yeah you'll probably just keep living life as usual i don't think you've been i think you're the person who's been the least affected socially by all this You've been my, my social. I've been loving it. You know, mm. every group chat is fucking fire right now. You know, like if you bully one of the boys so much, he no longer leaves the chat because where else is he going to go <laughs> yeah. to talk to people? You know, yeah. you remember that pre ISO, have... you bully your mate, it gets too much, he leaves the chat. You add him back in. You got to play nice. Now it's relentless. It's it's mm. over. Yeah, I feel like you're in some really unhealthy group chats. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm in. I'm in about three that just get absolutely horrible. I think. But, um, I think at one point some few got so bad, I ended up recording a diss track to one other guy, and it got oh, out wow. of hand. And and I really should have been doing something else, but I had to hurt this man's feelings instead, and it went yeah. down great in the chat. That's when you know that you want to hurt a motherfucker when you start writing <laughs> poems about him, dude. And then you're like, yeah, Fuck. well, listen to these men. They're not very nice. You know? I'm, bro, I miss stand-up so much. This, like, I'm, I'm just entertaining three group chats all day. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's well, what I'm doing. Well, soon we may be able to um, be reunited because it's so weird. Mm. I haven't seen you since before, even before all this started. I was up on the Gold Coast yeah. And there was like two weeks before this started when we were doing fill-in episodes with Mike. Yeah. Uh, and then this whole thing started. So I haven't seen you in a while, I think. A few months, uh, at yeah, least. Yeah, it's definitely weird. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think what we're about to enter for the next two weeks, at least in Victoria, I don't know how relatable this will be for other countries or states, but we're about to enter the glory period, I think, which is where you're mm. allowed to go see your mates have fun, hang out in small numbers, right? While social yeah. distancing, but you're still allowed to see your mates, but you're not allowed to go back to work yet properly. Yes. Job keep is still on. People are still on benefits. There's going Dude, to be this a, is going to be great. There's going to be a two-month period where it's just going to be great. The Except government's for, just going to be paying people to hang out with their friends, yeah. essentially. Everyone's on the Centrelink now, and yeah. you're not allowed to go to work. All you can do is party. It's going yeah. to get... People are going to die. It doesn't really make sense. So currently, I believe, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Killen, but I believe they announced this morning that you're allowed to hang out with like groups of five people inside, ten outdoors. 
yeah. but yet you still have to work from home. Yes. Yeah. It's a bit of a, right. a bit stupid. So you're allowed to go visit your friends, but you can't go to your place of work. It's, I don't know. I get, it's just inconsistent like usual. It's Doesn't a bit really weird. I think sense. they're just bringing everything back as slowly as possible, I think. You're also allowed to go see your friends, but you can't do overnight stays at your friend's house. What? No sleepovers. This what? sucks. Bullshit. I want to do pillow fights. I miss it. That sucks, man. Who, who is doing that? Who as an adult is sleeping over it? Like, you know what? As an adult, as soon as you hit eight, like even 16, you're like, bro, can I crash? No one sleeps over. It's never planned. If you yeah. end up at a mate's house, it's usually because you've accidentally ended up there. You shouldn't plan that as an adult. Oh, yeah. You're on the couch. They've they've gone to bed. They forgot to get you a blanket. You're fucking dying. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. My mate sleeps over all the time. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Planned? <laughs> yeah. You guys have oh, sleepovers? Have sleepovers? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not a, he sleep he doesn't sleeps in a different room, but we just hang out until it's time to go to bed, and then we might hang out the next morning as well. Why does what, he just go doing? home? Well, uh, just I don't know, playing games, whatever it is that we're doing, uh, and and then he'll go home. I don't know later. Hang he, on. He, he so lives like you, 20, 30 you years ha- away. How old are you? 20, 23. How old? How old are they? Twenty two. Twenty two. And and this is. This sleepover situation, it's a little bit strange, but it's fine because it's your house, correct? Yes. You own the house that you're in. <laughs> no. You're, so you, you invite your friend over t- to sleepovers at your mum and dad's house. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they love him. Look, Ruben, I actually... Love this guy. <laughs> yeah, cook I, him dinner. I don't want to turn this That's into like so a good. bullying thing. I really don't, but I... <laughs> I really don't like your chances here in the sound oh, section. I'm, I think that's weird. I'm very secure about this, so feel free to bully me. I don't care. We have a great time. <laughs> but but, but wait. like, what are you doing? Because how? When does? When do they get to your house? What time? Oh, it, sometimes they'll spend the whole day. So you know, they might arrive. You know, 11, give me 12. a time, Ruben. Oh, twelve midday. Twelve. That's so and much wh- hanging out. When yes. do they leave? The next day. <laughs> At like 12. 24 yeah. hours of platonic <laughs> friendship. My friend, you are gay. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like... Dude, okay. Does this friend live far away? Is there a reason as to why he can't go home at night? 20, 30 minutes away? That's insane. <laughs> Sometimes I'll be at Lewis's house at 3 a.m. And I'm like, I'm going home. Bye. Like one time I have Lewis- a couch. One time Lewis was like, you can sleep on the couch. And I went, no, thank you. I'm an adult. I will go home and sleep in my bed. I don't think we've ever done a sleepover, Luke. That's no, never you, happened. No, you did it once, but that was bec- out of logistical reasons. You slept on my floor, remember? Because uh. we were filming a sketch in Diamond City and I didn't want to go have to pick you up the next day. If you had a driven, mm. you probably just would have come the, in the morning. That was more of a work sleepover. Yeah, I would say it was a business sleepover because we had a really early in schedule and that was the day we did the radio demo. We had to wake up at like 8 a.m. That's right. right. Yeah, you had to be at my house at 8 a.m. and we live ages away and you were like, well, I'm already here. It's 11 p.m. So So you and your parents are okay with this? I did. So it wasn't a planned sleepover. It was like more of a Mm. crash. Yeah, does your friend bring gym jams, Ruben? Uh, (laughs) He'll bring a change of clothes, yeah. 
This is so weird, man. I can't believe what a discovery we've made. Kill, and you don't do this, right? No, I don't do this. No, no one hey, does this. Sound but... off below. Do you guys do adult sleepovers? I think girls do this, but girls do this in groups of five only. Yeah. Yeah. It's like five minimum, and there's at least two fights each <laughs> night. You know, what where one girl is not the other girl. What you're describing is a relationship, <laughs> Ruben. Yeah, twenty-four hours sleepovers. I cannot stress enough that we are in separate rooms when we go to bed. It's the well, level some of relationships like that. A lot of Jewish <laughs> couples are like that. No, but it's it's not even that. It's the level of like uh, friendship and hours mm. you're putting into this. It's like yeah. who's that good of a friend? Well, we do a lot of uh, like creative things together. So we will you like make little you know maybe a sketch or maybe a little. We make board games, for instance. It's a, it's a whole, you know, it's, dude, oh, you know, no, I really regret saying that. I'm sorry, Ruben Solo, but you, my friend are gay. And I say that in the most loving way possible. Ruben, I think that thanks, not even you and your friend know that you're actually in a gay relationship. You are in <laughs> He's a coming homosexual over. relationship, man. He's spending 24 hours at your house. You guys are making board games together. You boys are gay. You don't have to have sex. You don't have to love each other, but just know that you guys are gay. And that's fine. Yeah. We're, we're equal opportunity on this show. In fact, it's good to have a diverse hire. On it the shows table. that we're a tolerant <laughs> show now that, that you're a part of us, which is great. Because you know what? It was getting a bit too straight white male up in this bitch. And it's mm. great to see that we've got a gay white male. <laughs> and that's awesome. So It is good. You know, we've got, we've got, you know, Lewis Spears, we've got Luke Kidgel, we've got Keelan, and we have our gay editor. It's a oh, fucking yeah. team. I don't even get a name. No, gay no, no, and colorblind. <laughs> Dude, we are hitting all, we are like, you're a minority, man. You are. This is great for the show. Thank you, man. I, I really am so glad that this came up because uh, now I feel like there's going to, obviously, I'm assuming we might have a lot of gay people who listen. Actually, we've never talked about it. Do we have a big gay community to li who listens to the show? Sound off below because I have no idea, but I'm sure now well, they feel represented I, on the show. I find, often I find like when it was just you and me, Luke, mm. our audience was like split between the two types of people we are. We have people more like me and then people more like you. And then as yeah, the show like grew, sporty alcoholics that like mm. uh, music from 2005 and then yeah. nerds who don't leave the house, which was, <laughs> yeah. was pretty much the demographic. And also uni girls uh, for some reason. I just get a lot of uni chicks at my shows. I don't yeah. know why. I can't explain and, that one. But <laughs> but as we added more people to the team, it became more diverse. So I imagine if we if it's still true, judging by this team, a quarter of our audience are gay males. Yeah, and a quarter <laughs> of them are fat cunts who eat macros. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. You know, Keelan's not fat, but he's a fat cunt. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ruben's not gay, but he is a gay cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, well, um, boys, I think we need to have a sleepover at Ruben's house when this is all over. <laughs> Wait, maybe there's You're something welcome. going on there. We need to find out what the fuss is all I about. I think we were going to have a sleepover at Radio Mike's. I think it was talked about on the show, or maybe it was Mike's just talked about be so angry. off show. Well, maybe if you want to invite Mike, we can all go over. And Ruben, is that okay if uh, you host a sleepover? Come on over. Yeah. <laughs> that, doesn't make that some dinner? breach the, the social distancing li limits? That's too many people. Your parents are going to have to leave. Oh, true. If you're, well, what about if we get your parents a hotel for the night? Can we have a sleepover at yours? 
Absolutely. I'm sure they'll be fine with that. <laughs> no, oh, no, wait. You're not allowed to sleep over. Yeah, that was one of the rules. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, and also, did, you obviously weren't listening. A key component of this gay sleepover is the parents cook dinner for the two of them. <laughs> True. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll have to wait till this is all over then. Um, what a great Lewis, discovery on the show. Yes. <laughs> we need to get to the burrito investigation. Uh, if you haven't yep. heard on the show the last few weeks, we are balls deep at this point into one of the greatest investigations that has ever rocked the show. First, Mm -hmm. it was the warehouse poo. Uh, Now it is the who threw the burrito into listener Will's pool. Yes. And there's five suspects. We've narrowed it down to a strong three. There were five suspects, but then we also added on Will and Will's grandma. So there were seven suspects for a while. We're trying to narrow it down. It just seems to be getting bigger. We're trying our best. Uh, To recap it, there was a burrito found in Will's pool. We've worked out that it was unwrapped but intact, meaning it probably happened very, very late at night. It was not anyone within Will's household. Also, Will says, we think we're looking at Will as a suspect. It's looking pretty likely that it was house one, Perhaps because they are very young people, they have lots of parties, but yep. there are many suspects in this in this case. Could have been someone with a drone. The uh, house one <laughs> was believed because uh, they probably like drinking, mm-hmm. um, and we think it could be a fairly believable drunk thing to do is throw a burrito into your neighbor's pool. However, yep. the only thing that wasn't in their side was, and Ruben I think was a big... Strong. I think you were the strongest advocate for this point, which was very hard throw from house one. I feel like there was a tree line blocking it from memory when I saw the map. I think the tree, I think the tree was fine from memory. The problem was getting it so close to the wall of the pool, it would have had to be a very uh, accurate lob. Yeah, it was just a very precise lob, which is when you're drunk, hard, harder to pull Mm. off that kind of Mm. lob. Uh, But... Yeah, we've done a lot of research on the show. We've investigated how far you can throw a burrito. Yeah. I would say that part of the investigation didn't really help. I think we can all agree. All we I worked it, out no, was it, that one guy threw a burrito 12 meters in a park and we went, okay, cool. So all the houses could have done it. We didn't no, pay think, for his burrito, by the way. That's true. what we promised. We're going to send him some money. Yeah. <laughs> we are men of our word. I, I think uh, that... That while that wasn't uh, a very helpful part of the investigation, it was quite entertaining to it watch was. a man waste fifteen dollars throwing a burrito at midnight in the city. Yeah, and then get a, a tape measure and measure it out on camera. <laughs> um, but today we wanted to give some kind of conclusion because we don't want to. Here's what we do from here on: we do have an email back from Will about the yeah. no Dorito. One of the last uh, things we asked him to do was. Why don't you send a little note and it would said something like, I forget what was on the note, but said something like, was this you? We're trying to get a confession and we said, yeah. lob it over. So wrap it up a little note and it was called a notorito. So wrap it up yeah. in another note, throw it over the house uh, to house one and try and get a confession with like a little box yeah. to tick. Was this you? Yes or no? And they throw it back. Will has replied and okay. uh, pretty much <laughs> I would say... He said, uh, the notorito response or lack of is what the subject of the email is. <laughs> Disappointing <laughs> Not already. a good sign. Hey, boys, it's been a while since the notorito was sent over to House 1. Since then, there has been no response, and it, is in, and it is within my belief that they have had sufficient time to realize it was there mm. and to respond. It seems like at this point, a confession is unlikely. Maybe a new approach might be need to take him to get a confession. And then he spends one paragraph paying out Keelan for accusing him 
of uh, self-planting the burrito in the pool, okay, trying to well, get on the show. That's good. At this, least he understands the energy of the show. Yeah, he said that <laughs> Keelan, you're. Uh, <laughs> He, he accused you of defamation and said that your comments are absurd and there wasn't enough evidence to back it up. Those are big words, so I'm inclined to believe Will. Mm. True, and no <laughs> words came back from Keelan. So. Yeah, okay. Very suspicious, Keelan. Um, so what we're going to do is we have two options here as a show. We either file this away and it becomes a cold case, just like the burrito, how it was left yep. in the pool, which we do mm-hmm. not want at all. or Unacceptable. We- Try and come up with each of us individually. We don't. We haven't listened to these yet. Each of us individually has come up with their own conclusion. A li- we'll yes. put together a little audio package each, and I guess it's up to the listeners to vote which one seems more likely. So Lewis yeah. has a conclusion. Ruben, Killen, they might be the same. Who knows? Well, we've, we haven't listened to these. We've all summarized our, our findings and the case. Uh, in in 30 seconds or less was the go- the goal. Uh, <laughs> I think all of them went over 30 right. seconds. Oh, how, how long's yours? Like 53 seconds. Oh, Shut man, up. I've done the shortest one. Okay, all right. Okay. Well, uh, he, yeah, who, who's going first? I think we'll do Lewis's first. Okay. All right, this is how Lewis thinks uh, the burrito case wrapped up. It had been three weeks. The case of the pool burrito was going cold colder than that pool. So, it was time to bring in the experts. Oh, I got a bad feeling about this, Scoob. Will has a lot of suspects in this case. Come on, gang. We can do anything if we put our minds together. Roll, roll, Raggy. I ate the burrito. <laughs> oh, jeez, Scoob. You ate the burrito. That was the main part of evidence in the case. Oh, jeez, Scoob. <laughs> well, gang, it looks like it's up to Velma again. Ah, oh, shut up, Velma, oh, you nerd. No one wants to listen to you. Boo. Velma sucks. Bad character. Boo. Not even Will's grandma likes Velma. It would appear I've called in the wrong team. So, I think it's probably just house one. <laughs> Was that a massive Scooby-Doo monologue and then you gave up and just... <laughs> well, I, I just needed some help for the experts and those guys solve mysteries, but I Hang think on. they specialise with Did ghosts, not burritos. Ro- Did you say Ro-Raggy Ro- retard? Like the <laughs> meme? No, that was Scooby-Doo. Oh, okay. Right, sorry. Yes, Scooby-Doo. Yes, that's some pretty uh, outlandish stuff there. Well, that's why the show's not on the air anymore. That dog's very ableist. Yeah, we don't use that word anymore. (laughs) Keelan's the only one that hates them, mate. Come on. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right, so Lewis's final conclusion was house one. House one. I think they did it. They're a house full of drunks. I think it makes the most sense. All right. All right. Keelan, should we do yours next? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is yours not good? No, play it. It's good. Well, it's just your laugh suggests that you didn't put in a lot of effort. <laughs> so, I guess you'll find out. Bit of context around Keelan's one. We all had about a whole week to do this, and Keelan goes, Oh, was I supposed to actually do that? And yeah. recorded it about 30 seconds before we started the show. So here it is. This is 10 minutes before we started filming the episode, and Luke's just told me to make an audio package about who I think is behind the burrito incident. So. In 41 seconds, uh, I think I'll tell you. (laughs) It's gonna get copyrighted. It's not. This song doesn't get copyrighted. (laughs) 
I can't believe I asked you to participate in this. <laughs> I don't remember this part of the theme song. I think it was William, and I don't have much evidence to back that up. <laughs> right, so you've thrown out another dig at William. Uh, but you, you've come with no evidence. That's good. Okay, that's that is our conclusion. I mean, at least I hired some contractors, you know, to pick up the slack that I left. Yeah. Well, I feel like mine's not that good, so I feel like we need to play Rubens to make up for that. Um. Yeah. Sure. But just before mine, mm. just a quick note. This uh, didn't know about William's response before I recorded it, but uh, mm. I do. I, th I think it still works. Okay. Another day, another criminal walks free. Sometimes that's just how it goes. Like a briefcase in the refrigerator. The case has gone cold. <laughs> All made a cold joke. Refrigerator. Fridge comedy. That's relatable. <laughs> William Knight. Victim. Witness. Suspect. Suddenly he's gone. Maybe he got spooked. Whatever it was, it reminds me of when my grandpa died and left me nothing. It was a disappointing will. But I shouldn't be surprised. Right from the start, this case was like one of Luke Kidgel's year 12 exams. A lot more questions than answers. But maybe the answer, like a pair of red lips, was always right under our noses. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't remember, I don't remember recording that bit. It's me again. <laughs> I, did you guys hear that? That was weird. Hear what? I don't know. There's some little bit at the end that just didn't quite make narrative sense. A laugh. Yeah. What was that? Very anyway, suspicious. Let's play, yeah. No. What, are you what's yours trying, what's, are you alluding to something? Are you saying that no, you may you might have done this? I don't remember recording the end of that. Uh, that it, that's it, baffling me. It seems like you're trying to make yourself a suspect. <laughs> well, why, why would I do that? That would be nonsensical, of course. That wouldn't make. And also, I didn't appreciate the dig at my year twelve exam <laughs> when the other member of the show openly failed year twelve. <laughs> Yeah, I can't I, believe I was the person that copped that end of the joke. That's, yeah, that's fair. that's fair. I definitely did worse than Luke in the, in the ATAR. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so so you, are you implying that you might have done it? No. I, as I said, I'm totally baffled by the existence of the last 10 seconds of that okay. audio package. Right. So yeah, that wasn't did, um, You've opened you yourself up. Was this package made on during one of your gay sleepovers? Yeah, it might have been. Could be, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Very well, suspicious. Um, <laughs> all right. Should we play mine? Um, I also did mine before the show, um, but you can't yeah. tell because I put in heaps of effort. So, okay. Uh, hmm. hmm. So I've been asked to make a short <laughs> audio package about my conclusion of the burrito investigation. I think first I'm going to need some detective music. Ba -dum, ba -dum. 
Ooh, there we go. Some nice background music that I definitely found online and downloaded and didn't record myself because I did not leave this till the last minute to do. <laughs> anyway, it was definitely House One that threw the burrito. The motivation was just a good laugh. And yeah, I think it's pretty obvious. It was House One. So, um, cool. That's one. <laughs> well, I think it's House One. Yeah, it's, it's uh, a majority in all of our audio. Yeah, I and I'm shocked that you and Ruben put in so much effort. I think <laughs> Kellen and I put in the appropriate amount of effort to concluding that. Whoa, hang on, <laughs> Ruben. Hey, Ruben I before think... the show goes, man, I went for a walk to think about mine. <laughs> okay, I didn't go that far, Ruben, but I did. You know, I did mine ten minutes before we did our pre-show meeting. Smashed it I out. I assumed that we would all be putting a, a, a decent amount of effort into it. Apparently, I'm the only one that cares about it. So that's, I, well, I put effort into mine. Excuse me, Ruben. Yeah, no, I put in the fair. correct amount of effort. Sometimes. You put in a lot. You're an overachiever. I, I went too far. Lewis yeah. did the right amount. The others were shockingly inadequate. Hang I on. think we can all agree Ruben, that Keelan's yeah. was disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Keelan's was blatantly disrespectful. I did the bare minimum like usual. I think that was very me <laughs> to do that. And also, Ruben... You are sometimes I feel like you're fitting in, and then sometimes you just out yourself as the new guy. This is <laughs> welcome to the show, man. All right, <laughs> we don't do effort here. That's the whole appeal. If anything, it put, turns people off. People are like they're trying too hard. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. Ruben got into character. He did yeah. a voice. He maybe back it like on it was radio, drama, which is quite gay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There was some stuff like back on radio where we put in that much effort, but that's because it was mm. being broadcasted to hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> Man, mm. on here, whoo! Even recording audio packages is next level effort for this. I, podcast. you know what? I disagree, Luke. I think that's that's how much effort we should put in every time. Uh, Healing, disrespectful. You. Agree Other to than that. Agree to disagree. I think I had the best package, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Yours was just, okay, here I go, the entire Big Brother theme, not shortened at all, and then going, I think Will did it. Yeah, that and then was... going, but I have no evidence. So anyway. <laughs> yeah. Right, well, I guess Lewis and I pretty much drew the same conclusion. Uh, so so what we have is Will did it, backed by no evidence. Mm. Lewis and I both think House 1 are responsible, uh, which yeah. was the young guys who we assumed did it drunk. And... Um, and and Ruben wears red lipstick. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and the, <laughs> then the uh, yeah, you did and say then, pair of red lips right below our noses, and I was like, yeah. mm, a bit strange. I've never worn lipstick before, but that you know maybe that's a bit of a sleepover activity. That's yeah. up to you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and the third one is R- Ruben might, might have done it now. So <laughs> I vote. I don't remember that. Yeah, <laughs> vote to see who did it below. And uh, I guess. Case, Next well, week case we, is pretty much closed. Case is closed. Next week. It's one of those three suspects, and <laughs> unless we have new evidence, there's no reason to reopen the investigation. Yep, okay. Well, so I would well, say I'm, it's gone cold a little bit, but we've narrowed it down <laughs> enough. I'm satisfied with our lukewarm case, boys. Congratulations. Yep. Well done, everyone. Good stuff, Incredible. boys. Great investigating. We all Hope put in various amounts that, of effort. <clears throat> That's good. Um, I have... Uh, hey... I was just saying that's good. Sorry. Okay. Um, well, that's maybe good. next good time to think before you say it. It's good to have you contributing, Keel, and I'm, that's great. Um, so, like literally, you go for half an hour and won't speak, and then you'll just say, 
Like sometimes we want you to contribute and you have nothing. And then other times you just start commentating the show. You know, we've been recording for like half an hour now. Keelan's been on record for half an hour. And currently the Big Brother theme song has had more airtime than his own voice. <laughs> yeah, All right. that is true. <laughs> yes. No. Uh-huh. Big Brother theme song. That's great. Good to have Keelan on the show. Um, so uh, I think... Uh, I've become one of those people. I, my my N95 mask arrived, and I've been wearing my mask in public everywhere in Frankston. And shut up, Siri, you idiot. And uh, I've become one of those people. I, I'm getting weird looks in public. It's great. Uh, I feel like that's not... It's not that out of character for you to be wearing a mask in, not in a world pandemic. It's mm. like when you posted that picture of yourself in Bunnings with the mask on, I was like... That could be a fashion statement from Lewis. Like, if you had a Gucci mask, you'd probably wear it. Yeah, correct. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I uh, I could have got uh, a, a mask immediately when when you needed it, mm. or I saw a cooler one and it came three weeks later. I definitely went with the cool one. Yeah. See, you're, that's like right in the... I would say <clears> in the sweet spot of like, there's that lady who... The, you see the viral video of the lady who cut a little hole in her mask to make it... <laughs> Uh, so she could breathe easier. Yeah. There was a viral video that went down. Someone's like, hey, what did you do your mask? She's like, oh, I couldn't breathe properly in the mask. So I just cut a massive hole where my mouth is. So that's that. That's too far on the not yeah. giving a fuck end. You're right yeah. in the middle of like, I will wear a mask, but only if it looks cool. So I'm happy to risk it for three weeks. Yes. Yeah. And that's, I'm on that's the, my vibe. I'm kind of closer to the lady end because I haven't got a mask yet. And I don't think I'm planning on getting one either. I don't really leave the house You don't think much. so? I mean, I've no, I don't feel in danger when I leave the house. I don't really get close to people. The only time I leave the house is to run, and I usually just run past. And I feel like I, this is how this is what my brain does. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm going too fast to like catch it. <laughs> like the coronavirus will have to catch me. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, good luck, man. I'm fucking running three k, so I'm doing time trials faster than the speed of germs. That's incredible. I think so. Well, how how quickly to Germs travel because if they travel anything lower than like twenty kilometers an hour, I'll fucking kill them. I don't think they travel at all. I think they just kind of <laughs> sit there and then you breathe them in. So you might actually be running into more germs. The faster you travel, the more germs. But like, you say might be if you running ran into. past someone that did have it, and then you yeah. just ran past them, say like within a meter, so within the social distancing but not touching yeah. them, you won't get it. I don't think so. I don't know. It's weird. I. I it's. Because don't you have to be in contact with them for a long, like a 10 minutes or something? Uh, I don't know. Or Nobody really knows this shit. It's all, at least everyone has so many different opinions. It's like, oh, you're going to get it and you're definitely going to die all the way up to 5G created. It. It's a hoax. Yeah. There's so much shit rolling around. But I've, I've, uh, it's funny because I think the restrictions are like lifting. In my area, at least, I feel super unsafe because no one's social distancing at all. Everyone's going about their business as normal. People did it really well in Frankston for like the first two weeks. And then they were like, whatever, meth is a bigger problem here. Let's all hug. Um, yeah. And they're just like standing really close. But what's funny is, is whenever I go to the local cafe, I'm the only person in my whole neighborhood wearing a mask for sure. I get there and people see me coming in the mask and, and, and people see me and I see their heads go, oh shit, it's the real deal. This guy's taking it serious. And everyone starts social distancing when they see me. <laughs> it's like, oh <laughs> yeah. fuck, 
you're like a reminder of the community. You're like this big tall beacon that comes <clears throat> in and goes, follow the law, you know? But I think so. Your face mask, and there is a picture, we can put it up, I guess, in the video now, or we can... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's up on Lewis's Instagram. Uh, your face mask looks more Frankston lad than it does medical. Yeah, I got a cool like, one. You look like you're about to rub a convenience store, not trying to yeah. save lives. You look like you're about to take a life, not save a life, if that makes sense. It oh, just yeah, looks intimidating sure. on you. Yeah, that, that's what I think. Like, if you, I mean, if you're in Frankston and you see a six foot eight masked up man wearing a mask and a hat and a big jacket in a Bunnings, yeah. you're not thinking that he's there to preserve his own lungs. You're thinking he's there for tools. Yeah. You know, he's for going, free. Yeah. It, like, I don't know. So that's the thing. I maybe. It is good. It's good that you're doing that. You're taking precautions, but also like there's a cost to it. I feel like you're intimidating more strangers. You're probably intimidating more people and making people feel actually unsafer when you're around. Yeah, probably. I mean, if you think about it, I might be making some old ladies hyperventilate. That makes them more susceptible to catching it. But, Mm. you know, I've always intimidated people. (laughs) People just see like a giant guy and they go, fuck. He's got he's going to hurt people. Yeah. It's like, bro, I've never Uh, played sport in my life. You're good. Have you boys got a mask? Or are you gonna? I have not. I'm not planning on it. No, uh, I don't think many people in Australia are. But we've definitely. It's definitely not over. Like there's a. I think there's nah. a sense of it all being. Oh, it's calming down now, and it is going better. But think last week we we went up again. Yeah, yeah. I think that. I think that's what's going to happen. Is is the distancing is going to relax, and there's going to be a second wave. It's not like the virus is done. It's just now the hospitals are ready for it. Um, what, what is you because Keelan your sister works in a hospital she's in the middle of it what does she think uh, she, yeah I think she just thinks the same as everyone else and now that anyone can get tested for whatever reason they're feeling more confident about it that they can because they track everyone who gets it and every, anyone who gets it every person in that circle is then tracked kind of the yeah. same way they're doing it with the app so they're feeling pretty comfortable and confident that like you said it's not going to be cured but they can be in control. So is all this yeah. shit just going to keep going till there's a vaccine or like a? I don't know. Like a, I think that's what, that's what I they think said so. This morning, the health minister or whatever his name is said that um, restrictions will be in place until a vaccine is found. There will be some wow. sort of restrictions in place until then. That's so. That's so crazy. It's it's like I think people often it's a, it's kind of an easy thing to think. People think that because the restrictions are lesser, the virus is less harmful. It's not. Like if you still get it, there's still potential for you to die. It's not like the virus is safer. It's just they've got a better handle on tracking who gets it and what to do when you do get it. So it's still a thing you don't want to catch, which is why I'm wearing the mask. I That's think. why I keep running fast. Yeah, as, so as long as you run everywhere, I'm the you should be sweet. Man. <laughs> um, so, Ruben uh, yeah. and Keelan, there's comes a time in any young boy's life when they start working mm. on a show with a bit of an audience where yeah. eventually, if you're a young, bright, Lord Farquaad-looking male, um, Thank you. where you get a little bit of female attention. Yeah. For the work that you're doing in this show. And that day has come. And it's happened to Keelan in the past. It happened to Radio Mike. There is yeah. always some... We've all uh, been through it. Yeah, there's there's some there's always some females who listen to this show that take a fancy to 
one of our employees for some reason. Um, and this week it happened to Ruben. Ruben, you received your first I Think You're Cute DM on Instagram. Congratulations, mate. Thank you. Well it's done. an absolute momentous occasion. Uh, Keelan kind of rolled his eyes a bit when you said it, like, yeah, been there, done that, mate. You know? <laughs> uh, so uh, how was it? And um, will you respond? <clears throat> Um, it was nice. I yep. didn't, haven't responded yet. Okay. I left on. I don't red. know. I was, con- I, I don't know. I don't know. Thoughts. Uh, I don't care. Well, uh, <laughs> see, Ruben, we actually asked you, that was such a politician's answer. We said, here's a question with a yes or no answer. And you said, well, you know, I don't know what happened. And thoughts. <laughs> I yeah, think uh, you're treating this like this it's a press conference. <laughs> I yeah, feel like it's I'm really big, not. I, I didn't want to bring this to the show, so uh, I, it is a little bit like a press conference, actually. That's true. I think I think Ruben's a bit worried. This uh, kind of DM behavior might interrupt his sleepovers. Is that what you're worried about? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you wouldn't want. Who's your friend? Who who you invite over? Uh, his name's Luca. Luca. Okay. Yeah. Luca. Uh, hopefully, does not listen to this podcast because otherwise, yeah. <laughs> There might be some jealousy, a little bit of competition. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kellen, do you have any advice from like a veteran of uh, people sliding into your DMs? I reckon you would get one to three a year. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> since you guys posted that photo of my haircut the other day, I've been hit up over 10 different times. <laughs> 10 <laughs> times? From I'm what? <clears throat> from five, the haircut? Five messages regarding the haircut and then five separate just... Horny girls messaging me. Okay, I'm that's not cool. 10, Keelan. If someone messages you and says, shit haircut, they're not interested. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, they were like, you're still cute. You've got a great, like, you're still cute. I still think you're attractive. All those they probably felt messages. bad for you. I think they felt bad for you, my friend. I think that still, I'm still going to call this a five, which is still impressive. You know, just take the five, bro. It doesn't have to be 10. One so, girl, wait, wait, one girl sent me a message and said, after that Kim Jong-un clip of me talking about how much I can fuck, she says, Keelan, <laughs> let's go five rounds. And then I said, five rounds of question mark. And she said, five rounds of sex. Not going to lie. I'm still down. Uh, okay. <laughs> right. Wow. Now, uh, we, we Wait, do... babe, what did you expect? You said to thousands of people, yeah, I can fuck nine times in a day. <laughs> I think... Everyone is impressed by that number. And she read heard that and was like, oh, I'm good for just five. Nine's a bit much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and uh, uh, so where where is that going, Keelan? You chasing nowhere. that up or nowhere? Yeah. No, that's not going yeah. anywhere. I think that's, we moved on right. far too quickly that you po- we posted a picture of Keelan's haircut. And the reason why we posted it is because people were making memes about it. It was a ridiculous haircut that he got yeah. uh, last week. And... I think we moved past that a little bit quickly. That was not meant to get you female attention. <laughs> it was it was more we were going for haha, unlucky, better luck next time kind of vibe. I think girls absolutely not only love an underdog, but also just love a guy who's comfortable with being that publicly shit, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just like oh. that I'm not calling you shit killer, I meant like the haircut, you know. They're happy to look silly in public. Yeah. I guess, you know, got, you, you know what? Girls love a Renault. Yeah, they just, they love a, a renegade that looks well, like Jimmy Neutron. Renegade? Yeah. No, I don't know about that. I think that's, all, all these DMs are getting unsent. He's down the nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, that blows my mind. But uh, so yeah, good on you. All the girls are listening to the show. Um, we, we, we hear you. We know you're out there and um, keep hitting on our employees. Uh, does not, as long as they don't get too distracted. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> keep yeah. it civil. And Keelan, Ruben, behave yourselves. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. I didn't hear a yes, Keelan. <laughs> there was no yeses. You guys just laughed and went, I went, ah. Oh, I said, okay. Okay, yeah. Ruben, I, I, I trust okay Ruben. Ruben? Oh, yeah. Well, Ruben's not going anywhere near a woman. <laughs> um, guys, I think uh, to wrap up this episode, we, uh, because also, because restrictions are being lifted in Australia at least, these might, this might be the final incredible scenes at home segment that we do. Um, so what we've been doing, we've been asking the listeners for any incredible scenes they've been seeing at home, uh, because you know, the incredible scene bar has been lowered so much that sometimes if you walk into a room and the light goes out, as soon as you walk in, that's an incredible scene because you haven't seen a a friend holding a beer for months. Mm. Um, so what I have, I've got three emails here. I have an update on a previous incredible scene. Ben emailed the show, uh, previously and he said that uh a piece of uh, cheese has been left on his girlfriend's windshield wipers yeah i haven't been engaging with this email because i think it's a guy trying to get us to investigate the cheese Mm. on the windscreen when it seems like a a a guy trying to get a a full-scale burrito-like investigation on his girlfriend's car that's well, that's not really our department. This is more of a misdemeanor. We're really in- interested in food-based yeah. felonies. So that's not really our district. You're going to have to refer this to another department, unfortunately. But we can talk about it on the show. Uh, so Ben has an update with his incredible scene. Uh, just an update. Someone has put another slice of cheese on my girlfriend's windshield. This is two Saturdays in a row now. It's also coon cheese, not the plastic cheese stuff. Uh my girlfriend wakes up earlier in the morning as she works in a cafe, so no one has ever seen her with the cheese. We have no idea who's doing it. What an incredible scene. Two yeah. cheeses in a row on a Saturday morning. I love that. That's someone it, going for a walk and they're taking it, a bit of cheese with them. It is incredible, <laughs> and but the annoying part about this is <laughs> yeah, the detective in me absolutely wants to know who's fucking doing it. And <laughs> I can't... You know what? I think it's... I think it's here's the problem with... We're not opening up another investigation, by the way, and here's why. Because we didn't have a lot of success with the burrito one, and yeah. we can't afford to have two failures on the show. Two failed food investigations yeah. consecutively on the show would be really bad news for our detective work. We're and Top Gun th- detectives. We only take high-profile cases. Yeah, and this is... Yes, it intrigues me. He's got me with this. I, I would actually like to... If you could keep us updated, man... And let us know if it happens next Saturday. Yeah. Look, if it if it happens ten Saturdays in a row, we'll consider <laughs> launching into it. Yeah. Or consider if it. one day you get there and it's just a complete sandwich, but yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> yeah, those that's are the only scenario. two circumstances we'll consider investigating the cheese on the windscreen case. Um. So second incredible scene. This one's from Nathan, uh, and he says, "Surely this is top five percent." <laughs> Doubt it. Um, <laughs> I was walking down to the local shopping center that I work at to get something and with a few close friends from my work. As I was walking underneath one of the power poles, I heard a big pop and sizzle sound that was super loud. I flinched, looked up at the power line and then saw that it was wobbling. 
When I looked down the street at the next pole, I saw that one spark as well, and then something break off it and bounce onto the road while smoking. I walked directly underneath a power line as it caused a five-hour blackout in my area. Okay, what an incredible scene. That's pretty good. Yeah. I think that's sick. Good stuff, Nathan. So he Mm. saw something fall from it. From he saw the power lines explode. That's cool. Yeah, I would say unlikely. You know what else is really cool, and it gets me every time when yeah. w- when you see a street light turn on, when you happen to be yes. looking at the street light. When it, it's just like it's that dusk part of the day, and it just goes bang, and you're like, oh, I never see him turn on. That's a good. That moment is very as well. cool. That is yeah. a good moment. That's I would say that's the yeah, <laughs> on par with seeing a street light being turned on. Probably more yeah. unlikely actually. Um, now the final incredible scene, right? This one has a few twists and turns in it, okay? And I'm going to walk you through it. Now, on the surface, this might not sound like an incredible scene, but if you saw it with your two eyes, you'd be shocked, all right? This one's from Tamsin, uh, and she says, Hi, boys. I personally think this scene is incredible, and the subject line is incredible scene. My sister and I have come to the boredom of quarantine that we started to watch all the Twilight movies. When I got up to the kitchen, I found my brother watching from his door frame. I didn't say anything to not embarrass him, but slowly throughout the movie, he would come closer and closer, but never fully committed to come into the lounge room. When I asked him if he was watching the movie, he said, I wasn't watching. I was never in the room. I think he's team Jacob. Now, just listening to this, Luke, is this an incredible scene? Uh, no. 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 Now, let me blow your fucking mind. The incredible scene is not actually the story in this email. The incredible scene is the email itself because Tamsin has spelled scene six times. (laughs) S-E-E-N. Scene. What a fucking incredible scene that we've experienced on the show that this woman has spelled scene that incorrectly six times in a row, seeing the autocorrect on a computer and completely ignoring it. Tamsin, thank you so much for that. Your story sucked, but that spelling was incredible. That is incredible. That See, this is what I uh, was talking about a few weeks ago. People come at us a lot for being dumb, saying silly things, and we admit Mm. we record ourselves for two hours a week Every week, we're going to say some dumb shit in that time. But Guaranteed. fuck me, the people who listen to our podcast, you are absolutely <laughs> not the only... Like, we're not the only ones. Yeah, You are definitely. in here with us being so stupid. We see it all the time and we just don't reference it, but it's good mm. we occasionally are one fucking moron comes on the show. You reap it's what good. you sow, guys. You put dumb shit out, mm. you're going to get dumb shit in. And that's that's great, Tamsin. Love yeah. you contributing to the show. Thank you very much for sending scene. that in. That's but, great. Uh, yeah, in future, yeah, I guess just don't even spell check. Just if you see a little red dot, just click the autocorrect and yeah, you know, just live your life, Tamsin. I think that's great. Um, and you're right, Twilight does suck. Yeah, guys, that's that's the end of Incredible Scenes. That might be the final Incredible Scene. Oh, it hailed at my house the other day, and then my backyard went white. And what was the incredible part was uh, I took yep. about an hour to melt. That's fucking crazy. Because mm. it was Ruben, so cold you, outside. Did you have one, or did Keelan have yes, one? Yes, I did have one. Ruben, yeah. Uh, I was chopping some vegetables uh, the other day. This is probably about two weeks ago, actually. And I cooking dinner for the sleepover. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just just in advance for when lockdown eases. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I was chopping some vegetables. I uh, cut my thumb 
and I felt the felt the pain. Looked down, and I'd noticed I'd just cut my uh, thumbnail. Oh, ouch! So it was, no, but it was the thumbnail. Was that the thing? So I didn't actually no blood. Just hit the nail, oh. chopped off a bit of the thumbnail. But you uh, felt but the pain. Felt the pain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did this does this translate? I feel like. Hang it on. Okay. No, no. <laughs> w- wouldn't that uh just feel like you're um cutting your nails if you just cut off the end of it? Yeah, but I guess it had enough force. My point is, I thought I'd really badly cut myself, yeah, but, but it was, it was just the nail. Yeah. That's got- pretty incredible. But what uh, to really qualify this, Ruben? Was it mm. cut in a way that like? was good like in a similar way you would cut your own fingernails uh it wasn't but it's grown back pretty well so it's like so you, you kind of really you more snapped it off you snapped off a bit of your nail yeah with force. yeah yeah right knife. i would but say it's a scene it's a good scene not an incredible scene i would okay. say it's an incredible scene but spelled s-e-e-n <laughs> yeah i'll take yeah. it yeah that's good <laughs> Um, just quickly with nails, um, I'm probably yeah. an idiot here and now I'm about to... Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just, yeah, that's good. I just wanted to get ahead of the scandal before I said it. Yeah. Why do we have nails? Uh, just so we can scratch and pick stuff, right? Yeah. Right. So is it just to protect, like to a shield when we kind of like scratch and stuff? Is that it? It's not a I shield. I guess so. It'd be, it just, it'd be, yeah, it helps. Well, it's a, it's a bit of a shield. It's a layer of protection. It's like a, you know, clearly, because otherwise your thumb would have got it, cut. I'd call it a bit of a it's shield. It's a shield, mate. You're the literally firsthand, like you have firsthand <laughs> evidence sword. of it being a shield. You shielded your thumb in the way you were cutting vegetables. I guess. I. <laughs> That's thought... why do you think women paint pretty designs on them? That's like a shield, you know? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They paint their house banners on them. They should anyway. You know, I actually, I was reading a book the other day and the inventor of shields, the reason he came up with the idea was he actually looked at his fingers and he was like, hang on a minute. Yeah. Wow. Oh, Built a shield. A, <laughs> no, guys, I just think we've all taken that in. That was a joke. Um, no, that's a fact. I read that in a book. He looked at oh, his fingernails okay. and he went, hang on a minute. Came up with a shield. Right, guys, he's done it twice in a row. <laughs> will, will it get better on the third delivery? Do it again. Well, there was this blacksmith. I mean, you need a bit more context. So there's a yeah. blacksmith and uh, uh, he wasn't very successful. Everyone was creating swords, but, uh, you know, a lot of people were trying to block with swords, didn't really work properly. Mm-hmm. Many people were dying. And he was just thinking to himself while he was making a sword, he thought, what could protect me from a sword? And uh, no, sorry, he was cutting vegetables at the time. <laughs> and uh, he, you know, tri- went to cut and he cut his fingernail. And he's like, man, I thought I was about to lose my thumb there. And he looked down at his, his nail and he went, hang on a minute. <laughs> now Very we've got good. I think, yeah, <laughs> it was the lack of detail in the first two <laughs> series. <laughs> that was great, man. Oh, and God, he looked over really at his funny. mate who was sleeping over at the time and he went, oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, shields, shields were invented. Yeah, that's really funny, man. Guys, um, on that fucking high point, I think we're going to have to end the episode. Anything else to add, Luke? Um, well, we were going to have a discussion and I don't think it's a good time to bring it up now. Well, it is yeah. actually. It's a perfect time to bring it up in a way. Yeah. But we're going to have a discussion about how bad we're going to be at comedy after this all ends. Oh, yeah. Bro, I'm <laughs> and, losing uh, it. If that wasn't a good example of it, <laughs> I don't know fucking what it is. Dude, before we started this episode... Luke ran a joke that he'd written by me and Ruben. <laughs> and he's like, this is so good. And he read the joke and it was 
15 seconds of silence after he said the punchline. <laughs> and and then he had to explain it to Ruben and I three different times. No, and Ruben both got of us it. Went, no, I got it after a significant delay. Yes. A long yeah. time. And then yeah. we both understood it. And then we were like, oh, no, that is funny. And now, Luke, I don't know <laughs> if that joke sucked because you've forgotten how to do comedy <laughs> yeah. or we didn't understand it and it was a good joke, but we didn't get it because we haven't done comedy for so long. We're never was, really going to know. I think it was a bit of both. I think it was bad delivery on my end and then... Uh, Ruben got it in the appropriate amount of time for how bad the delivery was. Lewis had to have it explained to him. And then when I explained the joke to him, we went, oh, that's really funny. That's a good joke. And I was like, okay, well, that's not what I'm going for when you do stand-up. You don't want the audience to sit there for 15 seconds and then collectively go, oh, no, very well done. And you (laughs) just have to wait. explain that to me five different times? That would be good. Yeah, uh, so we really lost grip. I was talking to this... uh, with my dad, I, I was talking about it with my uh, family and I was like, man, I feel like I'm going to be way worse off. And people like us who have been doing it, I've been doing it for five years, right? So I was like, yeah. okay, I've been doing stand-up for I think five years, four years. I don't know. I think five. Uh, we'll be way worse off than the people who have been doing it for 20, like Husey and Will Anderson. They've been doing it for over 20 years now. Mm. So it's like, I feel like have them having a whole year off is like us having three months off. If that yeah. makes sense. Do you think? Do you reckon it works like that? I think we'll come back, like, we'll find it way harder because we're almost going to have a fifth of the time that we've been doing it off. Not yeah, doing it's, it. it is so weird because I, I, when it, I've had, you know, a few weeks off before. I think the longest I might have had off performing at all would be probably a month. Yeah, and you're and rusty as after a month. Yeah, I came back and I was like, fuck, this is weird. It was like you. I was trying to run underwater. You just, I feel like out of all of the skills that I have, comedy I'm by far the best at, but taking time off them, comedy for sure you feel it the most, more than any other thing I know how to do if yeah. I take time off. And I think that's true for, for a lot of things. I feel well, like here's, for whatever reason, comedy suffers the most when you have time off. Here's what I think is going to happen, and it's not, I guess, a good thing to admit to the audience who you want to come to your show, but I think audiences in general will have the same expectation of stand-up comedians. Because yep. they're watching being, the greats on Netflix. Yeah, they're watching Netflix. They're watching all the best comedians, probably more than ever. They'll be yeah. like, man, I can't wait to go see some live comedy when I get back. The reality yeah. is when we all get back, Live comedy, maybe just for a couple of months, may have a bit of a dip in quality, even oh, from the best people. For sure. And you know what else all audiences are going to have to deal with? They're going to have to deal with jokes written Corona in quarantine, comedy. about mm-hmm. quarantine, the first week of quarantine, three months after it finished. Yeah. That's I'm what only, you're going to have to hear. I'm only going to do, I've decided I'm only going to write one bit about it, and that's yeah. for the show. The show that yeah. I tour next year, I'll probably have one bit about it because you have to acknowledge it. Yes. Because I have to acknowledge as to why I fucking postponed a whole tour like yeah. this year. You know, I've got to be like, thanks for coming out fucking last year. You have to be like, last year was crazy. It's weird to yeah. be like, anyway, so fucking dogs do this after everyone's been inside for a year. Yes. You can't not acknowledge it if you're in front of like a room of people. Is that the dog yeah. bit, Luke? Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I don't have a dog bit, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I actually used to have a dog bit, but then I cut it from the show. It was a bad bit. Um, <laughs> anyway, the point is that I think, yeah, audiences' expectations will be the same and it will be hard to meet them at first. 
And that's Although I've been doing a lot of writing every... again. I've actually started writing this week every day. And that's good. I feel like I'm, well, that's the thing. I thought I was writing some really great stuff, but <laughs> since running it by you guys for the show, I was like, oh, perhaps I need to fucking go back to the drawing board. Yeah, um, fuck. Well, I don't know. When it was explained to me the fifth time, I fucking love that bit. Yes. <laughs> so maybe you just need to do that, right? In five different ways. Keep saying it. You know, maybe it's a bit of a thumb shield bit, you know? Yeah, maybe. I, mean, I fucking hope it was better than that. <laughs> maybe, maybe on the third time the audience hears it, they'll go, hang on a minute, and they'll yeah. all laugh. <laughs> anyway, so that's it. I, I do think comedians will be uh, pretty... Not bad, but just like... Whoa, rusty. Rusty, yeah when, yeah, when we all come back to it. But I'm so excited. I've never wait. missed anything more in my life. It's so weird. Like, yeah, I, I never insane. care about anything. It's the only thing I care about, I realize. It's really sad. It took me not doing it. It's one of those sad things where it takes you... It has to be taken away from you yeah. for me to appreciate how awesome my life was, which is pretty sad. But it's good to know now that I was living the dream and now... Uh, it's not it's true yeah. I think that's true for a lot of a lot of things you know um, guys I think that's on that end. insightful moment that's the, that's the end of this show uh, support us on Patreon because uh, we're not doing shows it looks like for a year you know if these restrictions are going on for at least till the end of May and then they might loosen it maybe there's going to be no shows at all this year I reckon and no. maybe not even for the first six months of next year so we'll see support us on Patreon you get two uh, bonus episodes of the podcast every single month um, and I'm allowed to tell you that. No, you're not. Shut the fuck up. It's secret. Oh, I thought it changed. Did that nope. rule not change? No, nope. oh. still the rule. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we'll we'll leave it there. Uh, Keelan, send us off. He's on mute. Yeah, oh, caught so him slipping. I knew he, he was on mute. Just oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and what were you doing that was so important, Keelan? I was actually just reading something that Daniel Andrews posted, but that's all good. Was it work related? I guess it's relevant to work. Yeah. No, do right. it in your personal Tell us all time. about it. What did Daniel Andrews say about Luke and Lewis show? He's the no, Victorian I, Premier, by the way. He said that we are allowed to hang out together at Lewis's house, but we're not allowed to sleep over and we're not allowed to do any work. So no camera. Ah, sorry, Reuben. Oh, damn it. No sleepovers. <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> we're going to end it there. Specifically in the press conference. Great. Okay. Well, we'll talk to you guys in a couple of days and uh, we might have a very special guest episode coming up. Who knows? Woohoo. Bye. Woo-hoo.